Hi girls, I hope you're having a beautiful day today. I am here now recording the first episode of the podcast of this third season of the Creative Purpose Podcast. And I'm so happy because apart from the audible version that you are probably listening on Spotify or the other platforms, you can now find the video on YouTube so you can see me. I'm trying to test this and doing the recording with my face and I hope it all works fine. So welcome to this first episode of the new um, season. Today we will be talking about closing cycles. I'm not sure about the title yet, but I do want to talk about closing cycles, taking the hard decision and finishing my degree. So this is a little bit I am super excited, but at the same time, I am a little bit nervous to tell you this. I said in the Instagram account something related to um, my degree, so the thing I'm finishing this year. And some of you asked me, what are you studying? Um, or some of you also told me, like, good luck with this. So thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. But at the same time, I want to let you know that um, this is something deeper than studying a degree. So first, I wanted to talk about like what did I do in the final days? I just stopped posting on social media and I started focusing on myself and on like resting and taking time for myself. And one of the things I did, and this is part of the intro of the podcast, is that I finally watched every single movie of Harry Potter. If you're a Harry Potter fan, you may think, haven't you watched all Harry Potter movies? I didn't. The only movie I watched was the first one, and I watched it like four years ago, three years ago, because I read the book, the first book. And I also watched a little bit of the second movie, and then I also watched like the first part of the third movie and the final scene of the final movie, the last movie. And that's all. I never watched Harry Potter, really. Only whenever I was, like, changing channels and suddenly I saw they were um, putting Harry Potter in a channel. And then I would watch a little bit of it, but that's all. I never really knew the chronological orders of the events and those things. And so these first years, first days of the year of 2022, I watched every single movie of Harry Potter. I watched uh, all of them. So now I know, and I also watched the special they did. So now I know everything, maybe not everything because this is the first time I watched them, but I know more things than before. And I'm happy that now I am able to recognize the characters and the different things, also the spells. So that makes me very excited because finally I am able to be part of a culture, of this culture of the Harry Potter world and Hogwarts and the spells, Abracadabra and all of those things. (laughs) So now let's go back to the episode. So the first thing, and I made some notes here because I didn't want to forget everything I wanted to say. 
And the first thing is that I finished a degree, as I said before, and this is not a degree like in college. This is something I came with when I was doing some journaling. So I was doing some journaling um, sessions because I wanted to know what was right for me. And as you know, I've started this search since maybe two years ago or so, when I wasn't sure if I wanted to continue with Blizzard Girl as it was. And I started like thinking on creating things for English, like teaching English, teaching grammar. And then I realized, no, I don't want this. And I continued with Blizzard Girl as it was and as it has been these past years. But I started changing the concept. I started changing the concept of language organization to language delight and being more free with your practice. So this is something I preach over on Blizzard Girl, which is my main business at the moment. But I wanted something different because I was thinking like, I don't know if I'm passionate about language learning and only language learning right now. I mean, I still like learning languages. I still enjoy learning languages. I still enjoy creating things. But at the same time, I want something else. I want to create something different from me. And probably you've been going through the same um, questions like, am I in the right place? Maybe you create videos for um, about nutrition and you've been creating videos and content for nutrition for a long time. And suddenly you realize maybe this is not the only thing I want to do. Maybe this is just one of the different things I like, one of the different hobbies I have, one of the different passions I have in this life, in this moment, right now. But probably this is not what I want to keep doing in the following months. Probably this is not what I want to keep doing in the next two years, three years. So everything starts with a decision. And I think that even before than taking the decision, everything starts with your feelings, with how you feel in what you are doing. Maybe you are not feeling really happy. Maybe you are not feeling really satisfied. And as you know, I experienced some really hard moments during 2021, moments where I was like hitting rock bottom and I wasn't achieving what I wanted. And I was really stressed all the time because I wanted to create better things than before and I think in in a sense I did that I did create things that were better than the things I created for previous years but at the same time I was getting less results I was not getting the results I wanted I was getting like really poor results um some things I did never took off some things I did were never um purchased maybe people never joined those things, some of those things, or people never used some of the things I created. So in a in a sense, I was feeling like I have been creating so many good things or things that are better than the ones I did before, but I'm not getting even half of the results of previous years. So of course, it was a little bit frustrating, discouraging. And if you are going through something like that, I think the first thing you need to do is to reflect. Reflect about you and what you want. And maybe, maybe yes, maybe you are doing what you want to do and you still need 
a little bit of improvement. You still need to be more consistent, which is something very important. Um, I didn't give up the first time I failed at something in my business and I kept on going and then I failed again and I didn't give up. And I was like that for many months and years. I was like, I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up. And I don't know if you remember, but one day I told you something in an episode. I don't know when it was. Maybe it was in 2019 or 2020. I don't remember, but I told you that you shouldn't quit unless quitting is the only thing you want to do. I don't know if you get this, but I mean, if... As long as you are enjoying what you are doing, as long as you're having fun, as long as you feel satisfied with what you are doing, as long as you feel like you are working on your purpose, you shouldn't quit. If you face these failures, if you face these bad moments, these frustrating moments, you shouldn't give up if it's something that makes you happy, if it's something that you are enjoying doing. But when quitting is the only option for you because... You cannot stop thinking that you want to do something else, that you want to try something else. Maybe the failures you're facing, and this is something I reflected on, maybe the failures I was facing during 2021 were showing me that this is not my path anymore. And it was super hard to swallow that that truth, swallow that statement, like maybe this is not the thing I want to keep doing. And then I remember like, previous years, when I started Blissful Girl, when I started the language learning content I was creating, I used to reflect a lot and I used to think, I am having fun right now, I am enjoying, I am fine in the niche that I am working on, I am fine with the kind of content that I am creating, but I'm not sure this is something I want to keep on doing for the rest of my life. I'm not sure if I want to keep with Blizzard Girl for the rest of my life, like as it is, like language learning. I don't know if this is something I want to keep on doing because language learning is one of my hobbies, one of my passions, but it's not the only passion I have. And I also know that you don't need to monetize every single hobby you have. So if you love drawing, there's no need to monetize that unless you want to do it, unless it's something you are really eager to do. But... If not, you don't need to monetize all your hobbies. So you can be a writer in silence. You can be a poet in your own bedroom. You can be a singer in the shower, but you don't need to monetize every hobby you have. But at the same time, I am really into thinking that if you have something that you want to share with the world and you'd like to earn some money because you think that the way you do things can help others and you want to earn money doing that, and at the same time you are enjoying doing that, then you can totally go for it. And that's what I did with language learning. And then it came a point where I was frustrated because I wasn't earning the income I wanted. I wasn't achieving the things I wanted to achieve. And at the same time, I wasn't even happy doing so many content about language learning because I was also facing something um, very personal in relation to my own healing and my priorities at that moment weren't language learning. My priorities were healing. My priorities were working in the things I was creating, um, finding inspiration to create more and to do Uh, more exciting things 
learning also, but I wasn't like very focused on language learning. I was focused on other aspects of my life. I was focused on my family, on my friends, also on other projects I have. So language learning was like this thing that I knew I had to do and I felt very uh, bad at not doing. I felt like I was face. I was like lying, like I was faking, like I was talking about language learning all the time but was not really learning the language, so that was very hard. So last year, on the last days of the year, I was journaling a lot about this and these feelings I was facing and I came to the realization because I also felt like all these things I did during these four years of Lisa Girl are going to worth nothing because if I just leave, if I start something new, then it's like this never existed. But after a lot of reflection, I realized that that's not the truth. Everything you have done, if you stop doing it, doesn't mean that it's going to disappear. It's going to be there. It's going to still exist. If, for example, you create products about any, anything, any topic or a course, and it's online, maybe you're not going to keep on working on that course anymore. But if you put it there, the course will continue existing. The course will be there. People will be able to find it. If you create a blog, it's going to be the same. If you create videos for YouTube and then you stop uploading, the videos will be there still. They won't disappear. And apart from that, I also realized that everything I learned is going to help me in the future, in any project I do. So I came to the realization and to the concept that I was doing a career. I started with Blizzard Girl on 2019, not 2018. <laughs> I would started there. And now we are on 2022. And it's like 2020, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. Four years of working on this. I'm working on this big project that started as a blog. This project started as a blog called Inayat. And it was a blog about everything, every passion I had. That's how I started. I started creating decluttering posts, posts about the KonMari method, posts about language learning also, posts about nutrition and some healthy recipes, and also posts about um, money, like saving and strategies to save money. So I was creating everything, like quotes I love, um, the best movies, the best books I've read. So everything. I was like pushing a little bit, a lot of things in the mix because I didn't know what to do. I was eager to do something, but I didn't know what to do. And it was then that I realized that maybe I would like to keep on going with the language learning part, with the language learning content. And that's how Blizzard Girl started. I created a practical workbook to learn any language. And then I started creating posts and I started promoting on Pinterest and I started to create things for Instagram and then I created the ebook and more printables and then the the polyglot um, the polyglot girl collective the ultimate polyglot girl course and then it came the language study organization bootcamp and all the other things I've created the ebooks the tools everything was done because of a purpose. And even if I step back 
and I start focusing my attention on other things, this will continue existing on the chronological order of my life. So after I finished university, I worked in an office, in a job office, and then I started Blizzo Girl on 2018. So this lasted for four years and Blizzo Girl hasn't ended yet. Blizzo Girl still exists and I won't like eliminate anything of the things I've created, which is something I don't want to do, but I want to end this cycle of my life somehow. I want to end this cycle, I want to end it in the best way possible. Um, I think closing cycles is important, it's something that we sometimes are scared of doing because we think that if we don't know what else to do, if we don't know what path to follow then, then we will be lost and things will go bad. But I think that's totally different. I think closing cycles allow you to grow, allow you to move on with your life, allow you to create new things and follow new paths in your life. We all have different hobbies, we all have different passions, we all have different things we like to nurture. And if we are nurturing only one aspect of the things we like, then we feel like a little bit of empty. And this is how I felt somehow with Blizzo Girl. I felt a little bit empty. I felt like even though I was doing something in one aspect of my life, I was neglecting all the other amazing aspects of my life, all the other amazing things I like doing. So I really wanted to move on from this aspect, from this specific thing in my life and do something different with it. So taking a hard decision is hard, of course, but it's important. And I think it's the best way we can grow. It's the best way we can allow ourselves to be ourselves, to nurture every part, every aspect of ourselves. And if you are in the same situation as I was, like you are trapped, like you feel like you are stuck in something that you've been doing for a long, a long time and you want to move on, you want to do something different, you want to give your life a twist and try something new and get adventurous and experience new things. Allow yourself to feel that, to feel that need of change, that need to grow, that need to get bigger, to be free, that liberty of doing your own thing. And let me see if I can keep on recording because my cell phone stopped recording my face. Now we're back. Um, you need to give yourself that liberty, that freedom to be yourself, to honor all the different aspects of yourself and give yourself a chance to try something new, to try something different. So the next thing I wanted to talk to you about is finding a way to make... Okay, so the recording stopped. Um, I think I won't be able to put my face anymore. I will just close this. Now we continue. So finding a way to make the decision in a wise way. So in my case, that is designing my last project, which 
I said in the stories of Instagram is my thesis. This is like my thesis and this will resume in a way all the work I've done in the past four years, which is a lot. <laughs> if you follow me for a long time, you've noticed I like creating things a lot. So I've been creating a lot of things. Not all of them were good, I must admit. Some of the things I did were not really beautiful or good. But yeah, many things I did, I'm, I'm really proud of them. I'm really proud of how they turned out. So I wanted to create something that will, that will be like, this is how everything turned out. This is like my final project, my thesis to finally graduate from Gliso Girl because Gliso Girl taught me many things. And this is also something I journaled about. I wrote, I wrote down everything I learned thanks to this big project, to Gliso Girl. And I learned many things. I learned about marketing, copywriting. I learned about design, web design, graphic design. I learned about creating digital products. I learned about finances. I learned about different platforms like Bluehost and Blur and Asana, Trello, Notion, Pinterest, Instagram, um, Anchor. Well, Anchor was more about this podcast, but I also learned it because if it, if it weren't for Blizzogar, maybe this podcast wouldn't be right now existing so if you're listening this podcast is thanks to Lisa Girl and I think Lisa Girl also taught me about language fluency English fluency I wasn't able to speak confidently in a microphone when I started I had to read everything like I had a script a full script of everything I had to say and I was like just reading that for 10 minutes and that's it And little by little, I started gaining more confidence. I started being more um, or less afraid of speaking. I started feeling more confident to speak to you without reading scripts. I still make notes, but it's not a script. So I feel more free to talk. And it also gave me confidence to, to create what I wanted to create. And... Yeah, so I'm really, really happy for all the things I achieved. It was like a mini career, not mini, It's it was like a career, like I had different subjects and all, and maybe releasing my new products or launching things were like the exams, and yes, I passed some of them, I think most of them, but there were some of them that I failed at, and then I had to try again, and I didn't want to quit, But now quitting was something I needed to do because my path is probably not at language learning. Or maybe I can come back, I don't know, but at this moment it's not something that I want to keep on pursuing. So I'm designing a final project, a thesis as I said before, and this final project is like a mixture of everything I've been creating and everything I, I am at this moment. I wanted to make like a magazine, but it's not called like that. It's called the Language Delight Journal. And this is like a kind of magazine 
uh, with illustrations and pictures and many ideas for language learners. So if you also follow me on Blizzle Girl, um, just wait for it because it's coming. I hope I can finish this on January so that I can just launch it and then change my focus on other things. But I am putting all my love, all my creativity and all my inspiration into this project. I really want to turn it like the best way possible. I want to create something so beautiful that I can put on all my platforms, on my website and that I can live there so people can read it two years from now maybe and they will keep on finding value on that thing. It's not going to be something short. I want to make it like at least 60 pages or so or 50 pages and I want it I want to infuse this with a lot of um, my personality and the things I like. So I really hope it turns out like a really beautiful, really powerful, useful, motivating, inspiring and that it's like my final project, the most successful, I hope. Um, it's going to be free, so you won't have to pay if you want to read it. But yeah, now um, I want to tell you like a last piece of advice. If you are going through something similar to me, maybe it's not about a business. Maybe you don't have a business yet, but you have a job that you are not really passionate about, that you feel like it's swallowing your soul, like it's just getting you stuck and not allowing you to move forward with other things that you'd love to do. If this is your case, I'd love to encourage you to pursue something different, to try something different, to get adventurous, to get wild, to try things that you are passionate about. Maybe you don't need to uh, quit your job tomorrow, but you can try new things at the same time you are working. This is something I did when I was doing my office work. And at the same time I was working, I was writing my blog posts and designing the practical workbook. So I was working, but at the same time I have a project, I had a project, a very important project that I wanted to allow myself to do. And it was the same when I was at university. I was studying a degree I wasn't very passionate about, but I was allowing myself be fully creative in the writing field, in, in, in the novels field. And I wrote some fan fiction and then a novel and then another manuscript. And I also participated in different contests of short tales. So I allowed myself to be creative at that time because I knew that I wanted to pursue that part of myself. I wanted to be a writer. I still want to be a writer. And this is one of the things I want to pursue this year too. I want to write a new manuscript. I want to try to publish uh, the other ones I have. So allow yourself to do what you love to do. Maybe you don't... You don't um, you're not going to be able to earn money right away with those things. Maybe it's not going to be something you will be very focused on because of course we all have responsibilities, we all have other duties to do and things we have to fulfill in our, in our lives. We have relationships or other hobbies. We have uh, these chores 
home chores we have to do and we also do some workouts cooking baking i don't know whatever you have to do in your daily life it's your responsibility you have to nurture that but at the same time i want to make you feel like you can have the time, make the time and allow yourself to nurture all the other areas in your life that maybe you are neglecting right now and maybe your other passions, maybe is singing, maybe is acting, maybe is drawing, maybe is practicing a sport, whatever you are not allowing yourself to try right now, allow, allow it for you, make space in your day to do it, make space in your life to try it And if you want to try a different job, also give yourself the chance to do it. If you want to try a project, a side project, uh, try to do it. But do it from your heart, not because you feel like you need to earn money with this right away, but because you want to do it, you want to try it. And this is something I had to allow myself with Bliso Girl, because I said, if I don't nurture Bliso Girl anymore, and I start something new from scratch, I will probably not earn anything because I won't be earning in Blizzard Girl and I won't be able in my I won't be earning money in my new project. But I had to give myself myself the space for that to happen. That's why I won't eliminate anything from Blizzard Girl so I can still earn passive income money, which is something that started happening this year. I started make, uh, earning money in a passive way. I haven't promoted anything, but I started making some sales. And I want to keep on doing that. Like I want to keep on earning money in a passive way, um, saving money, and at the same time working in something I feel more passionate about. So if you ask me, what is it, the new project you want to do? Like in which aspect is, like in which field? I'm not sure yet because I've been reflecting, analyzing, journaling about it, but I still haven't come to the idea of what I want to do. Like I have many hobbies, like I said before, writing, um, mindset, personal growth, business, which of course I have the podcast for that. Um, but I'm not really sure. I want to try different things. I Maybe I will try ASMR videos, which is something I love. Maybe I will try tarot reading maybe i will try to do some videos for youtube or maybe recording a podcast in spanish so i have plenty of things i would like to try and instead of thinking like oh my god i have so many passions i have to choose one i am allowing myself to feel like no i have space to grow i have more space of things i want to try i have a world of possibilities i have like every tool to create everything I want to create and I also want you to feel the same way so if you have many passions don't feel bad about it you can try them all you can try them maybe one week you can try one of them and see if you like it then next week try another one just give yourself the freedom to try things to see whether you like to do them or not to see where you fit on, like what things align to you and to your highest self and to your values and your purpose. And that way you'll know, finally you'll know what you want to do. And it's the same for me. I'm allowing myself that freedom. I want to try different things this year and see where my path takes me, where my journey will develop them. 
and I'm happy for it. I'm excited. I'm a little bit nervous, I must admit, but I'm excited for it. Um, so we are here in the last part of the episode. I don't know if you remember, but last year in the final episode of the second season, I told you that I want to try different things. One of them was maybe doing video version of the podcast. But the next thing is, and I will put my glasses on because I took them off for the video part. So that way you can see my face in, in its best, at its best. But I want to talk to you about a recommendation. So I said I was going to recommend you something at the end of each episode. And today I want to recommend you a book I read. I I wasn't reading that much last year. I wanted to read 25 books, but I only read like 10 books. And some of them weren't even books, were webtoons. Um, right now I wanted to read something, read something different. So... Uh, during December, I started reading uh, Ten Little Niggers from Agatha Christie, and I really liked the mysterious aura of that book and the suspense. So I wanted to read something similar, and I had the gift of my mother. My mother gave me a book called The Girl Before, and this is this is the book I want to talk to you about. Um, I don't remember the name of the author. I think it's something like J.P. Delaney, but this is like a pseudonym because his real name is Other, and he's an author of other, other novels. And then he wrote this one with that pseudonym, pseudonym. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. So the premise of the book is a traumatized woman falls in love with an extraordinary minimalist house. So this is a minimalist house which remains under the spell of the architect who originally designed it, but not everything may be seen, maybe as it seems. So, well, I think I read to you the synopsis of the um, TV show, because then I realized that this book had a TV show. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I will tell you a little bit of the book. <laughs> I think that synopsis was really bad. I'm so sorry, but the book is about a woman who wants to uh, rent a house and she finds this house and then she meets the architect who designed the house and they fall in love. They fall in love. This is not something, this is not any spoiler. They fall in love and then she starts wondering what happened with the previous woman who lived there. The book is divided in two different, like, chapters. Not two chapters, but, for example, the first chapter says before Emma. So the first chapter is about the before and is written under the perspective of Emma, which was the, the, the woman that rented the house before. And the next chapter is narrated by Jane. So after Jane. So Jane is like in the present moment. Emma is in the past. And then we go back to Emma. So the next episode, the next chapter is about what happened to Emma. And then the following one is about the Jane perspective. So we are all the book reading both perspectives. First Emma, then Jane. But we can see like different things that aligned in both of them. In both of the narrations. Like... Something that happened to Emma then 
gets intertwined somehow with something that happened to Jane and vice versa. And then we start like seeing the full development of the book, which has a very, very big plot twist, which I wasn't expecting at all. And it came a point during this plot twist where I was really, really scared. I was really scared of what was happening. I was like, I don't want to read anymore, but I have to read because I want to know what is going to happen. So it was worse than watching an horror movie, because at least when you're watching on an horror movie, you can stop looking at the at the screen and you can turn your head and just listen what is happening. But stop watching, which is something I tend to do very often when I watch horror movies, but in this case with the book it was something really different because I couldn't turn my head to the other side, I had to keep on reading, so whenever I started feeling very scared I would um, stop reading for a couple of seconds and then come back to the to the book. So I really enjoyed the book, I can give it like, I'm not sure if I would give it 5 out of 5 stars, but maybe four or 4.5 because I really enjoy it. I I feel like during these past years I haven't felt like very attracted to books for example so I would start reading a book and then I would stop and leave it for some weeks and then come back to the book again. In worst cases I will leave the book for months or even years so I never felt like this urge to read, but with this book, with The Girl Before, I felt the urge to read. I was like really immersed in the story, I really wanted to know what was happening. I even had a nightmare with the book, like the first time I read the first pages of the book, I was it was during the morning. And I just wake up, woke up for a couple of minutes, so I took the book, I read the first pages, and then I went back to sleep. And when I woke up um, a couple of hours later, I remember that I had a nightmare with the book. So it was like the things that were happening in the book were happening to me. But then I said, but w- did I read this or did I just dreamt about it. I didn't remember which part was in the book actually and which part I dreamt about, but it was like a very, very vivid experience, the one I had in my nightmare. And then I really felt connected to the book. I felt really the urge to read and it was a lot of suspense, some romance also, um, some PG-18 content too, so be careful, but I really recommend it to you, it's really good if you like suspense, if you like mystery things and knowing who did what and who was the killer in the story, then you will truly enjoy this. Um, Yeah, so I recommend it to you. And then I realized that the author wrote like two more books in this trilogy. It's not a trilogy because they are not connected, the books are not connected between them, but they come in a box set. So you can purchase the three of them together and they, the three of them have the same like mystery order, like they have um, these like turns, like really really big plot twists and they are all about like 
someone who is mean but you don't know who is the killer and something like that like something bad is happening but you don't know quite you are not quite sure what is happening and i like that vibe so i will probably try to find the other two books um i'm not really interested on the plots of the other two but as i liked this one so much i may give it a go to the other two so yeah I hope you have liked this first recommendation. I never did a recommendation like this on the podcast. I'm very excited for it. I'm very excited to talk about this with you. And I think now I feel like I can keep on doing some recommendations in the following episodes. Um, I don't know if you know, I never told you, but I used to have a blog about books. So when I was in high school, I created a, a blog post not a blog post, it was a blog where I would post about um, the different books I read and I did book tags and those things and I wanted to reach so much traffic that then publishing houses would send me books for free so that I could review them and that was my dream. But then I stopped publishing after two years, I think. And yeah, so that was one of my first failures. But at the same time, it was the first time that I was very consistent with a blog. And maybe we can thank that blog because without it, maybe I wouldn't have done the Inayat blog and after that the Blizzogirl blog and after that this podcast. So thank you to all of the things I've done. And this is an invitation for you to think all the things you have done. All the things you have done in your life are the things that took you to the place you are right now. So let's say thank you. Thank you to the universe for allowing you having so many different experiences that right now allow you to live what you are living. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And if you enjoyed it... I'd love to ask you if you could rank my podcast on Spotify. If you go to my podcast page on Spotify, you can find the ranking them and you can put one, two, three, four or five stars out of five. So I would really be grateful for that with you. Thank you so much if you do it. Thank you so much if you already did it. And yeah, so have a beautiful day ahead. Have a beautiful year ahead. I hope 2022 is amazing for you. And see you on the next episode. Bye.